to the Talk Nuffle Podcast! Oh. Oh. God, I can't do it! I can't. Welcome to the Talk Nuffle Podcast! Oh. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, we tried to do that many a time, and the uh, quote-unquote professional singer completely failed to uh, get anywhere near the note. You fucked it, Tom. I did fuck it. Yeah. Well, welcome back, everybody, after a very long break. Goodness me, it's been a long time, hasn't it, Phil? It's been a couple of months. It's been two months. I think it might have been two months, yes, indeed. So we're very sorry that we've not recorded recently. For all of our one listener who's out there. (laughs) (laughs) We're really sorry, mate. Sorry that you've uh, you've not had your, your, you know, really focused interesting and uh, technically-minded insight and content. So, uh, welcome back. It's lovely to be recording once more. You catch us at the back of a fling, or pro-fling versus chaos fling. A fling-off. A fling-off. We Free League. So, rather rather than just going straight into that, Phil, do you want to explain to people... No, I don't want to explain to people. (laughs) ...what the We Free League is? Because, you know, to people who normally play Blood Bowl, they don't know what a chaos fling and pro-fling team is. that's, Uh, That's not something that they're familiar with. Well, so they we should, should probably, probably educate themselves. They should you know, educate really. themselves, yeah. So, there is a stunty league, rules created by Fumble. Oh, Fumble. Yeah, the Fumble, the online league. And there must be, what, about 20 teams in it? You've got at Pygmies, least, Gnomes. If, if not more. Uh, you've got Zinch, Horrors. Who throw each other. Who throw each other. You've got uh, the Noblar team with three different ogres. You've got various goblins, cheater things, Chaos Flings. Squigs. Squig teams. However, Phil, is However. there a Simeon team? Who? <laughs> S- Simeon. Yeah, you know. Simeon. I've not heard of them. Who the are D- they? Uh, DBL will tell you if you if you call up James. And oh, Tom, indeed. They will yes. let you know what the Simeon team is. And it's so very exciting the because they're, they're they're going to allow Simeons in DBL nineteen. They are. They? Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, they're going to insist on everybody using them. <laughs> All fifty players. All fifty players. All 50 players everybody Simeons. has to have extra arms. <laughs> Absolutely. So anyway, so the Stunty League uh, rules from Fumble. The DBL in the off season because we usually play a season from sort of summer through till Christmas. Mm-hmm. In the off season till our next season, we've decided to run a cheeky little Stunty League with some random teams, haven't we? Indeed, and there are. What, 20 coaches in it, maybe? 16. 16. 16 coaches. So what 16, did you take, Phil? I took Pro Flings. And what are Pro Flings? Pro Flings are the professional association of halfling. <laughs> the most professional halfling team players. in the world. Although the new GW halfling team, spoiler alert, is quite professional, isn't it? Semi-professional. Semi-professional. Okay. Exactly. So these are the professionals. Exactly. So okay. you've, you've got three different positionals. You can only take one tree. You've got your AG4 move six catchers. You've got your strength three moot guard, who are just a bit more, a bit sturdier. And then you've got your other players. Who, one's a kicker with Helmo Pass. Oh, that sounds cool. One's a strip baller. It's just good fun. Strip baller or stripper? I think it's both, actually. Yeah, I think okay. versatile. <laughs> And then you, you, t- uh, you, you've got a chaos fling team, is that right? I did have a chaos fling team. Yeah, they are essentially halflings, but uh, they have mutation access. Mm. And they have some chaps called the Carvers. They have three Carvers. Two are the normal Carvers, and they get chainsaws. And uh, the head Carver doesn't really come with anything apart from general access. So he's kind of like the captain dude. But general access in a stunty league is actually quite a big thing. Because you can get your block, you can get your tackle, you can get your sk- key skills. Very that, true. Uh, that and, me- the other and it means you don't have to rely on rolling a double. Exactly. And you get two Spawns, who uh, essentially, from what I can read, are essentially Minotaurs. But they have regeneration 
and they have Always Hungry, and they have Throw Teammate. Uh, and I did roll Always Hungry in that game we played. Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm just trying to... We, exactly. we just played a game where I scored a one-turn touchdown. So, hot a... <laughs> off the press, We Free League, it was the... Um, formerly known as the half ass Calf Boys, now been renamed as uh, Hiddleston's Hearthrobs. Very arousing. Against uh, the Kitchen Nightmares. The Kitchen Nightmares, absolutely. Of Gordon Ramchies. Gordon Ramchies, the captain. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, we've literally just played the game right now. It was great fun, wasn't it, Phil? It was brilliant. It there was were bonkers. seven fouls, five sendings off. No, four sendings off. Four sendings off. Five casualties including two de- a death and a permanent. Yeah, almost on my team, yeah. And uh, I got a one-turn touchdown with a wild animal throw, throwing... Player, a wild animal, good. always hungry, throw a teammate. Yeah. Averages. Exactly. It's, it's and, then, and then the touchdown was scored by none other than Gordon Ram Cheese himself. Oh, I'm just eating some cheese. Sorry, this is <laughs> high, high class. Exactly. We're, we're both a little bit in drink at this time mm-hmm. as well. We've, we've gone past the wine. we moved on to the port. And uh, Tom has bought a very nice... Blue Stilton. With it is very well. nice, actually. Yeah, it is very nice. Which has gone very well, dovetailed in nicely with a port. We had a lovely steak. We did. A, as a half time. Did you meal. give me the steak that I bought? Because I bought a very expensive I, steak. I, I bought your steak. I gave you your steak. I we we all steak. had expensive steaks. Okay, cool. So I was just checking. We had a ribeye and a you sirloin didn't... as well. <laughs> sirloin? My <laughs> <laughs> second name's Loin. <laughs> so the, the eagle eyed listeners. Or the, the, eagle-eared. The, the, the eagle-eared listener. Batted. Because we just got the one. Batted listener. May have noticed that there was a third part in the intro harmony. Was there? There was, yeah. Okay. And we're, we're joined by somebody else here who's is now looking very scared. Do you want to introduce not, yourself, George? Is this not a good time to eat cheese? No, is no, it? you should introduce yourself. Hi, I'm George. <laughs> that was George. <laughs> she was there spectating on her very first ever game of Blood Bowl. Which is very important. As the listeners know, you know, being a big, your first game of bubble is a magical moment, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. So it's important to bring new new players into the into the game. Um, and she got to see that, and then she got roped into singing a, a three part harmony. She's actually already better at blood bowl than James. Indeed. I heard. <laughs> I've heard that. Oh, team, we don't. I've heard that Team Wales have come knocking for her already. <laughs> so, J- so George is looking at us very confused as I'm sure our one listener is probably also looking confused uh, James is Hi one- James James is one of the commissioners in the DBL and is renowned for being terrible at Blood Bowl um, by me mm. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> anyway right let's so what's get- the time stamp it's, it's taken yeah. all of what four minutes for you to talk about James let's get this shit show on the road shall we uh, so, so, so today we are going to talk about uh, I think we'll do three topics Phil is it three enough three topics three yeah, topics sure, so yeah. we're going to talk about the brand new Games Workshop Halfling team don't cut in Woo! we're going to talk about that first because uh, that's hot off the press literally this week uh, and then after that, we will talk about events. So events that have just recently happened and upcoming events for the mm. Talk Ruffle and DBL and stuff like that. This is really good cheese. And then <laughs> we will do the Hobby Harem with Talk Nuffle, where we're not only going to talk about hobby this week, but we'll also talk about stuff that's happened in the league and things like that. That's that's the third segment. So without further ado, Phil, have you finished your cheese? How's the cheese? No, I can talk and eat. You can talk, time. but it's very rude. Did your mother not? I've met your mother. She would be very upset no. about you eating with your mouth. You have met my mother. I have met you? your mother. Yeah, it's a very lovely lady. Um, right. <laughs> so without further ado, let's go into the halflings, Phil. Were you excited when they came out? I was. It was um, all of a sudden. GW released photos of the new halfling team. 
A rather unexpected. No, the, thing. the photos have been out for a while. Uh, you mean the as in photos of the rules? I mean, no, it's in photos of the team because we haven't recorded in so long. That oh, so much has one. happened. Yeah, yeah. So actually, the excitement of the team coming back two months ago, but we haven't actually said that. Indeed. I'm so excited about the team pictures. Right, c- calm down, Tom. Sorry. This, this is going to be very difficult for our listeners to listen to. <laughs> well, you mean you don't think this has been coherent so far? <laughs> you can't contain yourself. <laughs> But yeah, so the, the the team photos were released, what must it be, about four weeks ago, maybe? Okay. Um, and there was rumour then that the the new Halfling team would have some positionals. What's that? Because there was Because there were some very discernible differences between the different models. Yeah. Some very much appeared to be catchers. Others appeared to be slightly more hefty. Fat, one might say. Fat, uh, festively plump. Cuddly. Mm. Cuddly, yes. And um, so there was, there was rumours then that the halfling team might have a, a bit of a, a bit of a change in much the same way that goblins did because they got two new players as well. Let's not forget that's true. Yeah, you're they on, got you're their hooligan and they got their doom diver, hmm. which made them more competitive. So the rules dropped for the halfling team. What yesterday? Literally yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So as there was a Twitch. Feed they do every Thursday or every yeah. other Thursday. Something so, Warhammer, so Warhammer TV, they ran a match between Flings and Humans, and they had an hour. Was it Flings and Humans? I thought it was just Morgan Thorg against Griff Overward. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, you might be right. Oh, but there were Halflings in the team, weren't there? And there, there, were, there were Humans in the other team as yeah, well. It was, it was a really great example of <laughs> how you play Halflings. Because they didn't even have any trees, did they? No, because they haven't released the models yet. So yeah, so they had halflings accompanied by Morg. Morgan Ford and uh, what's human... her name, Carla, who got Carla KO'd in the first turn. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, and then they had a human team with Griff Overward because they needed the help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, positivity, <laughs> Phil. The, the trees will be cool, won't they? Mm. I'm convinced the trees are going to be beautiful. I think in terms of miniatures, Games Workshop have knocked it out of the park with the halflings. I mean, yeah. there's one with a ferret down his trousers. There is one with a ferret down his trousers. There's one thing I've also wanted and to paint. And up his trousers. You wanted to paint a ferret's trousers? No, I wanted to paint a halfling with a ferret down his trousers. Okay. I've never considered a ferret up his trousers. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so the models themselves are fantastic. Oh, very cool. Um, the trees, I'm certain when they're released, will look brilliant as well. Because they've they've really done a good job on all of the Age of Sigmar um, tree, tree people. stuff. What are they called? Tree Revenants. Tree and Revenants. There's What's the race called? Colonel Hunters. Oh, Silvermith. The Silverness, indeed. Yeah. And a, a shout out right now to our Age of Sigmar Silverneth players. I know there's a few of you out there. Well, you mean our one fan plays Silverneth as well as playing Bubble? I think he probably does. Do you think? Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the models are great. The Hi, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and who else has got them? Jimbo's got them? Yeah, but Jimbo doesn't count. Jimbo doesn't. Does he not listen to this? No. Um, fuck you, Jimbo. Better things to do. And um, <laughs> who else has got trees? Lewis has got trees. Has he? Yeah. Hi, Lewis. Hi, Lewis. Um, so yeah. Anyway, back to the halfling Side team. track. So yeah. So the models came out. Models beautiful. And then literally yesterday they dropped the bomb that yes, rules were coming out. Warhammer TV released. What are the rules, Phil? What's the changes? So we have four players now on the halfling team, taking it from two to four. The mm-hmm. halfling hopeful remains the same. 30, gold, movement 5, strength 2, AG3, AB6, dodge, right stuff, sunty, halfling with agility access. 
Then we've got the tree as well. And oh, no, he's got so many skills, I won't read them all out. He's the same, but they have actually officially added timber. Timber. Which timber is the rule where if you have loads of flings around him, you can push him up. You can have to stand him up, exactly. So yeah. the two new players are the halfling catcher. Which, so rumour would have it that in the video on Twitch, they announced them as movement six. But they're not, are they, Phil? No, but that's not what the the photographic evidence that we've got before us would suggest. They appear to be the same stats as a normal halfling hopeful, but importantly with catch and sprint, which is two big buffs to that, that particular player. So they're 50k rather than 30k. And for that 20k extra, you get two skills, two skills which you would probably take on halflings. Yeah, normally, and that would take you up to 70k normally, mm. if you were going to take them as extra skills. Um, yeah. And really, what that is about seems to be one-turn touchdown attempts. It does seem that way. Um, that because way. the difficulties that they have for halflings as a movement five team is, first of all, picking up the ball and giving it to a player that can then be thrown, and then having enough movement when he is thrown, when he's landed... So then run to the end and zone. scattered three times in the wrong direction. Exactly. Yeah. So that means that you've got potentially a movement eight player to pick up the ball and then potentially a movement eight player to score the touchdown, which is great. And also for a natural re-roll on the catch of the ball when you hand off. All good stuff for a one-turn touchdown. However, yeah. which we'll go into later, the halfling pitch makes it slightly less less easy. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> carry on. So that's the catcher. Then we've got the halfling hefty, also 50k. And... Spoiler alert here. It's a player that Tom and I are both a bit suspect about. Hmm. So he's got the same stats, except he's got extra armour. So he's armour 7. Mine too. Um, and then he has dodge. No right stuff, so you can't chuck him. But he does then have fend. So a bit like a Bretonian. Sorry. Uh, I mean... That... Am, I, am I saying that correctly? Bretonian. Bretonian, isn't it? Is it Bretonian? Bretonian. 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 No, George? Bretonian. 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 George. Bretonian. George just said it's Bretonian, Tom. Bretonian. Okay. But it, but it, it, it's ye, Yeo Man, isn't it? It is Yeo Man. Yeo Man. Yeo Man. Young Man. Yeo Man. Young Man. Yeo Man. Young Man. A Bretonian Young Man. Anyway. <laughs> the catcher. Sorry, not the catcher. The hefty. Yeah, so but he, he's got dodge, fend, and stunty, so he can't be I mean, thrown. But then he's also bizarrely got pass access as I mean, normal. Let's go into the fend first. Fend, I don't think fend's a bad skill. I like fend, mm. but it's generally better if you've got mass fend. So it works really well on the Bretonian team because Bretonian. you've got mass fend. If you've got lots of fend, and actually that's that's quite a common tactic with Norse is to take linemen and put mass fend on the linemen. Because if you have mass fend, it's very annoying. You can clog up those those running lanes, etc. And it, it is quite effective. But two hefties with fend, it's... And they haven't... I don't think they've got the skill access that's going to allow them to benefit from that. I just don't... I don't see the skill being that beneficial. Yeah, I don't... I don't see... When you're going to get value for money on the fend. No, I mean, why would you want to fend someone off a bloke who's got no other... So conceivably, with a, with a two-tree team, you're going to have one halfling hefty on the line. Fine. Great. Armour 7, dude. That's, That's relatively, right. relatively like, helpful. But it's, uh, you just put a halfling there. It doesn't matter. It's just 20k that you don't need to spend. And AV7, I don't really care. No, me neither. I mean, he's still rubbish. Yeah. And, and the, the passing... The passing to me, the, to me like the, I said... The if they, is, it, is he like a cheap loaner vehicle? 
Yeah, you could do Don't that. Don't alert, so leader. A cheap leader. Don't but you? we haven't seen the exact rules yet. But if the flings have still got the chef and it's the same as it was, then you don't really need leader anyway. I don't see why you would need extra rerolls. I mean, mm. you could you could, you could spend 50k to get a, and if you, a, if you do take then. leader on him, that's then going to be 20k to be because you're already a 50k player. Yeah. Then 20k for a skill, mm-hmm. which is leader. Um, and to get leader, you've got to skill him up anyway. Yeah. How is he getting his star player points? MVP. MVP. That's it. Yeah. Fine. Um, he's not going to be scoring the touchdowns really. So then you're getting a forty k reroll yeah. on someone who's probably going to die. Because I mean, that's the thing. thing. At a tournament, I'd probably take one with leader because you got so usually at tournaments you've got so many extra spare skills as a tier four stunted team. You're probably gonna, you know, that X three roll is useful, but it's, but it's just to me, if they'd given him general and even made him sixty k, or given him strength three or both or something like that, but the the yeah. general access would have really made two guys with general in a stunty team. Does that break the game? I think that would have made them a useful player, and I think that would have been um that would that would have been the way what I would have done. I think you're right that in a tournament build, he might be more useful because then you're actually spending your TV. Hmm. So the way that halflings historically have been so far is that you run a very low team value. So that you can get the stars. So you get the stars, exactly. Um, and we will move on to that in a minute. There are some fantastic stars. I don't think that's going to change. No, but yeah, he, he seems an odd build of a player. I think they've got him slightly... I understand what they're doing, but I think they've got him slightly wrong. He smacks um, to me a little bit of the Goblin Hooligan. Yeah, I can see Which that. once again is a bit of an odd, odd choice player. And you're like, really? What? Why? Why has he been introduced onto the team? But my problem is, is the Goblin Hooligan is still a bit of fun mm. in a way, and I don't think I think I was talking about this on, on you know chatting with a couple of guys earlier about this. I don't think the hefty particularly appeals to either the fun player or the competitive player. He doesn't really add value mm. as a competitive thing, and he's not really that fun. It's like great yeah. Armor Seven Fend. He doesn't he doesn't have some fun stuff. That Armor he can Seven use. isn't a fun skill. No. It, it's just like well, it should be average really for players, but um. I think what will be interesting is when we get the Spike magazine. Yeah. They'll do a halfling tutorial and there are halfling team tactics. What they, what they think they have to Writ- Written by a, a player from the ECBBL as well. Mm. Written by Gegster. He's a very experienced and very... Does he, Does he write those? Yeah, so he, he, wrote, he wrote the Goblin um, uh, team explanation tutorial tips ah, in the latest one. I didn't one know that. That's, you learn something every day. And then he's also written, I understand, the Halfling explanation in the new Spike magazine. Let's see what Gex and has think, to say about I hefties. think possibly he playtests for GW and stuff like that too. Yeah, he keeps that very quiet. Exactly. But yeah, yeah so... Um, Shame he's not better at Blood Bowl. Yeah. He's terrible, isn't he? He is rubbish. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've played him twice, lost both times. Yeah, I, I had to let him win that. I played him once, I got smashed. But other, other than that... It's... Exactly. <laughs> but it was undeserved. It was undeserved, yeah. Exactly. Lucky. Lots of, lots of dice he rolled. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are the two new positionals, which is exciting. I, I think... They make the halfling team much better. Yeah, we've been we've been dying out positionals. It's just interesting, isn't it, mm. to have some extra players? Yeah, even because the goblins, it's, it's always just been halflings. Great, sixteen flings, and two treatment. That's that's your choice. That's mm. it. <laughs> like, that's what you get. At least goblins and other stunty teams have got other stuff that they. Can I use. think for a tournament build, and certainly we'll talk about tournaments later. But the Borak Bowl is one which is coming up soon. That's definitely going to use Which is another Talking Up uh, podcast tournament. I will be taking Halflings to that. And I will be taking the new Flings, which we will allow. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think they're going to be better because they'll still be bottom tier in terms of skill pack. But it's more fun. The, the catchers are... Yeah, are, are, and the thing fun. is that I'm getting two skills, sprint and catch, for 20k. Mm. Um, and that's not a bad thing. And then if I take a skill on that, I'll take sure feet. And then I've got a sprint, sure feet, catch player who can be thrown. And that's excellent. It is very good. So those are the new the And new not positions. only are you getting that, Phil, but you're getting access to a load of new stars. Oh, mama. A load of new stars, which I think we should run through now. Mm. So they are so, they're just so awesome. I mean, I'm looking at the, the page now, which is slightly grainy. And again, this is something that we got for the internet. I don't know if it's is 100% it, accurate, exactly. but I'm sure it is. It looks like Photoshop to me. But we will um, we will be getting the Spike magazine as soon as it comes out. So these stars they've got access to. They've got access to 10 stars. They've got um, Puggy Bacon Breath, which we know and love. His he's, stats exactly the same as last time. As was. Uh, Deep Root Strong Branch. Exactly your, the same as last time. Uh, Carla Von Kill, who's new, but she's been around she's for a She's the now. new Zara, but without uh, stakes. Exactly. Uh, a bit cheaper as well, which is good. So uh, And then we've got Willow Rosebark, who sadly hasn't changed. She's still, still rubbish. Still sucks, <laughs> which is a shame. I mean, she's move five, strength four, AG three, armor eight, but no useful skills. You know what I need, Tom, on my halfling team? Is another movement five player. Do you? But one that can't dodge, mm. can't get away, mm. and doesn't have block. Do you? That, that's exactly what I want. Do you know what player you need player. to take them for? Who's that? Willow Rosebark. Oh, is, does she exist? She does, yeah, yeah. Oh she's, my she's god, she's here. brilliant. Yeah, she's very good. I think you should take her to Boracle. You know what would be even better is if she also had sidestep, just for no reason. Oh my god! She has sidestep. Ah! Can I just take 11 of her? And you know what other skill she has? What's that? Thick skull. Thick skull. So she is staying Brilliant. on the pitch. Brilliant. Oh my god. <laughs> I know you wanted her on the pitch initially, but she's staying on that pitch. Why, d why did GW decide to make the fling so overpowered? I don't know. Well, I've been saying for years, Phil, flings, OP. Dark Elves, OP flings. underpowered. Underpowered. Overpowered. Exactly. I think the Dark Elves need some more star players, don't they? Maybe like one which is like move 10. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Anyway, so the fifth player they have access to is the good old Morgan Thorg, which we know very well. Oh, indeed. Morgan Thorg. Uh, and then they have five brand new star players. Brand new star players. Brand new. Um, this is the talking up all the musical, as you can tell. <laughs> so the first one is called Nedley Veruca. Nedley Veruca, and yeah. he is. Has he got an umlaut on the U? No, he's just. A he does, yeah. He's got. Oh umlaut. yeah, Nedley Veruca. Um, I, th I think the umlaut changes the U to an U sound. So Veruca, something like that. You know how good I am at pronunciations. Is it Veruca? Like a Veruca. Yeah. Makes it gives you vitamin C, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Nedley. Nedley. Nedley Veruca. Anyway, Nedley Veruca is a fling. Yep. He has absolutely standard fling stats, so five, two, three, six. Uh, and then skills, you've got fucking shitloads of these. <coughs> Excuse me. He's got a loner, as you would expect. Uh, yep. Dodge, secret weapon, stab, because he's got big scissors. Stunty. He's essentially a gardener, uh, isn't he? Oh, stilts. He's got what what they call trademark stilts. Yeah, which grants him leap and very long legs. Which is pretty cool. I'm expecting a very cool model for that, Phil. Are you? Yeah. I mean, essentially, he's a hedge trimmer, isn't he? He is a hedge Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, so he, he does some topiary, makes your head look an elephant. Mm. I actually... We, George and I were driving the other day, and we passed this house, I think somewhere in Stoke Newington, and they'd had their hedges cut. To look like elephants. Have they? 
Really? And they were really nice. Well, I ca- I African counted. or Indian elephants? Indian. Indian elephants. So the Indian elephants, ears. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, th- I think the big ears would have been too much for them. And you think Nedley Baruka might have had a... I think, that's pro- I think that's probably the inspiration for him. But he's, he's 70... He's cheap, 70k, would you take him, Phil? No. No? Not worth it? I mean, so, what has he got? So, he's not, he doesn't have... Um, he can't dodge into tackle zones because he's got secret weapons. But he can leap on a three still, isn't he? With a... Exactly. Which still isn't great. Three, and there's yeah, no re-roll on the three. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Fair one. Fair one. If you so, had edge four, you'd take him. So, 70k for what? Yeah. If you, had, if you had edge four, stat. you'd take him. Um, and, oh my god, someone's set up Nedley Veruca against me. I'm just going to hit him. I mean, you you might take him in a league situationally dependent if you're playing Skinks or you know a, a Blodger where you've got 70k. Yeah. It's possible you take a Stab player. Um, because Carla Von Kill doesn't have Stab and she's the new um, the new What's It and the other old one had to tell you. you know, but she's you need... not a secret weapon though. She stays on a pitch. Yeah, but I mean, if you need a stab, if you think you need you know a stab, what, though, if you haven't yeah. got tackling, you need a stab. I think, though, actually, if you wanted a player who was going to stay on the pitch, I think I'd probably just take Willow Rosebark, because she's got thick skull, and that's good probably point. a very useful skill for everybody to have. Is thick skull good against blodgers? It's good against everybody. Okay. Sorry. I mean, like like I said, if you could just have a team of 11 Willow Rosebarks. I'd just take one. I wouldn't even need the other 10. Just whatever, by herself? Just by herself. Yeah, and she win the game single-handedly. Absolutely, <laughs> such a great star player. Anyway, let's, let's move on from from Nedley Veruca to what, Ver- one of my favourites, Veruca. Veruca, is that what we're going for? <laughs> one of my favourites, Cindy Pie Whistle. Who Cindy is Cindy f- Pie Whistle? Pie Whistle. Um, she is a fling bomber, which is pretty huge, isn't it? She's yeah. a she's a pie lobber. She is a pie lobber. She literally throws enormous creamy pies at your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's tickled somebody. That's tickled somebody. Um, so she has got uh, again standard fling sting, standard fling stats. So five, two, three, six. She's got accurate bombardier. Dodge, loner, secret weapon, and stunty. So that bomb, that accurate is really good. Normal fling stats. So she can lob pies on two up. Yep. Because she's got the accurate to cancel out the stunty, which means she's minus one normally. Uh, so she only fumbles on a one, and then she's got yeah, 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 yeah. Which is very. And good. she's only fifty k. That's very cheap. So yeah, so I would take her. I would take her as well. Um, and why would you take <laughs> Nedley Veruca instead of Cindy Pie Whistle? Um, because uh, you've got Willow Rosebark already, and you need uh, the natural juxtaposition to that positional. Yeah, I mean the model. The model <laughs> for Cindy Pie Whistle is also going to be awesome. It does look very cool. And we've we've had it. We've had it confirmed from Games Workshop mm. that they, on Warhammer TV on Warhammer that they are going to make all of the models. All of the models that they've made character. rules for. They did say that. So we've moved from the. The difficult position we found ourselves in for many years, ladies and gentlemen, of Games Workshop making rules for models, and we never knew if they were going to make models for those rules. But they've now confirmed. They've now confirmed. 100%. That they will make models for the rules. And rules for the models. But we just don't know when. That's true. We don't know when. It took them, from almost the day of release of the Goblin team, over two years to make that second troll. Mm. And to make a Doom Diver. Well, they probably made it earlier. And to make a Hooligan. 
Yeah, the Hooligan model is very cool now. I like the Hooligan model. Took a long time though. And I, I, I actually emailed. Did you? Forge World and or Games Workshop about the, these models. Mm. What did you say? I just, I just, I sent them a lot of emails about the second troll because the second troll had even been teased. They'd even made the model for the second troll. And showed it to people. And showed it to people yeah, at various events. Two years <coughs> down the line, there was still no second troll. And I, so I trolled them in an email. And to my shame, I don't have the email handy, but it made for very good reading. And I, I'd previously had a very good experience with, with, with Games Workshop customer service because I bought the Dark Elf uh, card deck. Yeah. Which gives you the star players and the tactics, etc. Um, and in there, the assassin card had a picture of a runner. Or the stats of a runner or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I emailed them and said, what's going on here? You know, Nuffle is going to curse me with ones followed by ones. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, yeah every every yeah. dice I roll should be a skull. And I got a very good email about Games Workshop customer service saying, oh no, the assassin is so stealthy. He's disguised himself as a runner. That was a good comeback. Um, and then and then there's about three or four emails later and they sent me some free stuff. Did they? I did the same thing with Forge World and just trying to find out what was going on with the troll. Well, do you know what I'm going to do, Phil? Nothing. I'm going to send them a threat now on Talk Nuffle because I know they listen. I'm going to tell them... Are they our one listener? That if, <laughs> that if they do not release Cindy Pie Whistle <laughs> by Easter. <laughs> um, what are we going to do? <laughs> what, we're going to send them an email. <laughs> I will send them an email. A strongly worded email. A strongly email. worded email if they do not release Cindy Pie Whistle by Easter. Dear, dear Messrs Games Workshop. <laughs> games Workshop. Games and Workshop. <laughs> and Sons. And Sons. Please, please uh, accept my sincerest aggravation. Indeed. <laughs> anyway, Sydney Pie Whistle. Bomber. Awesome. Next, we have probably one of the ones that people have been talking the most about Rumbello Sheepskin. Another star player you will never take. I think he's pretty good. He's too expensive. Oh, massively. He's but a I think it's pretty good. So Rumbelow Sheepskin is a 170,000 of your finest Krugerans. Halfling. <laughs> 170,000. Krugerans. Halfling. <laughs> I know. I know, I know. There's two. There's two he's, the thing is, though, he's even more expensive than Willow Rosebark. Oh, shit. Yeah, I take her. Yeah, and yeah, so, so Rumbelow Sheepskin is a, I think he's good, though. Block. He's a, he's a halfling riding a ram. He is. So he's movement six. Oh, my God, that ram is so fast. Swift. Have you ever seen rams or, or goats in real life, though? Because they're rapid. Yeah, maybe you should have sprints. They can really move. Maybe you should have And sprints. he's only movement or six. Or short feet. Short feet would be good. Yeah, because goats when... on mountains... Are surely footed. They don't fall. Hmm. Anyway, so he's six. Have you seen a goat on a mountain? I have. Have you? Several. And and the old adage, you know, nothing is sure-footed as a mountain goat, is true, because I never fall. So you've never seen a goat fall on a mountain? I've never seen a goat fall on a mountain. Interesting. It's possible. No, they never have. That's going in the uh, email to Games Workshop. Exactly. Games but it's, it's a movement six, one extra. Woo! That's Shem- not bad. That's not bad. That's good. That's strength three. Better than movement five. Strength three, which is good. That's good. Edge three. Armor seven. Armor seven. Fine. Fine. So 
some nice stat boosts out of us. And some good skit like three like, of the stats before, are boosted. You know, that's the skit I mean they've got block horns, so they're strength four. Uh, the, I hadn't actually seen the horns before. Horns, so they're strength four on the blitz. Juggernaut. And they and no hands, so they can't handle the ball, but fine. And they tackle and thick skull. So actually as a blitzing strength fourer, they are good. The the one hundred and seventy K is they're too expensive. He is too expensive, but actually the stats are quite good. Oh, no, no, wait, Tom. I've, I've seen why, actually, he's very good. He's got a thick skull. Ah, like Willow Rosebark. Just like Willow Rosebark. Ah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but no, but, but you know what I mean. I mean, ha- he, Having a block tackle player... Is good. Uh, they, there are not that many stars with tackle, and GWR bringing more stars I think tackle. if Rumbelow Sheepskin had kept Stunty... Or was... I mean, for me, actually, he's good. I think he needs to be, say, 140, 150k. The thing he's is, though, he's got expensive. no stunty and no dodge. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. So, what do we have, in essence? He's still a good sweeper, though. You, I think... I don't think... No, no, no. I don't I, no, think you I, wouldn't I, take I don't it. agree. I don't think you wouldn't So, let, let's it. compare him just to a vanilla human blitzer. Sure. So, a human blitzer is, what, movement seven? Mm-hmm. Is that right? They move in seven. Yes. So they are seven three three eight. Mm-hmm. They come with block. So in addition to that, for an extra how much of the human blitzers? Ninety k. Ninety k. So for an extra eighty k, we're getting horns. Okay, that's great. I like horns. Juggernaut, bit pointless in this case because we've already got block. So it's one of those skills there, like where you've got a player with block and wrestle. Mm. It's diminishing returns for an extra skill. He's then got no hands, which is not great. That's not brilliant. That's not a skill you'd like in a tackle game where you need to have a Tackle is nice, because mm-hmm. then you're a tackle blocker. So I guess you can play him as a sweeper. I think tackle makes a big difference. I think as a sweeper player, as your player then to hit people who are receiving, you know, running deep in your team when you're, when you're slow is great. Thick skull, I don't really care about. I mean, and I'm thinking now, there's a couple of things that kind of don't make sense. It's like Juggernaut's cool... But, you know, if he had Frenzy, for example, so you can yeah. use that Juggernaut to hit him. Which would make sense, because like he's be riding good. a buddy goat. Yeah. There's, there's this little bit... I, I, I think if he was Movement 7, or had Sprint or Sure Feet, because he's a goat, mm. and goats are sure-footed... Are they? Well, we've discussed this. They never they never fall down mountains. George, George well, have you yeah. ever seen a goat fall over on a mountain? I can confirm the goats are very sure-footed. Okay. She's she's. Conf- I don't know if you can hear that. I'm she's... a goat expert. Are you? Yeah. She's a goat expert. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and um... horny. Goats are horny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> we oh. should we should we should know better than to record the podcast at half past ten at night after we've had a lot of booze. It's actually twenty eight minutes past ten. Half past ten would be madness. Half. Ling past ten. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so incoherent. Anyway, carry on. So where were we? We were back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Rumbelow Sheepskin, he's priced out of the market. I'd never take him. I would take him. I would take Puggy every day over him. Yeah. This is the thing. There's things you would take over him, but I, I would. Uh, uh, you could use him in a team. And Carla von Kill is how much? Uh, two twenty. Two twenty. Fifty k extra. You get uh, what? A strength four blodger. Yeah, I know. I know. With jump up. I know. But he's not completely useless. He's not... And jokes aside, he's not Willow Rosebark. No. You could use him. He's just not... He's just... There's a few things that you could tweak and he is potentially yeah. usable. He's very situational depending on the team you play. The next guy is shit. Big Jobo Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Got a great name. But, Big. but, but, but... <coughs> Big news announcement for everybody. 
all of our ogre fans out there who play ogres have got an extra star. Big Jobo Hairyfoot is available. Taken by ogres. He is available. Yes, but he is shit. So he, so he is movement four. Rubbish. Okay. Strength three. That's not that good an ogre team. But... Agility two. Oh yeah. And armor eight. Oh, armor eight. What, what I really want is an armor eight player. Yep, absolutely. And then his skills: dirty player, stand firm, stunty, tackle, tackle, wrestle. This is the thing. This is another thing. If he was move five, or you know, there's a because tackle wrestle's good. He's just a little bit too slow. There's a couple of little things that make him shit. But tackle wrestle's good. Tackle wrestle's not bad, is it? No, tackle wrestle is the combination that you want. Hmm. But he's got to, you know, go for it to get anywhere, and he's and he's edge two as well. And it's he doesn't have dodge. I know, I know, I know. There's so just... so sure he can dodge around because he's a stunty. I know, and he'll be doing it reliably in a four up. But Phil, can ogres take him? Yeah, they can take him, but they never would. <laughs> what is he? One hundred and twenty k. How much is Willow Rose Bob? <laughs> <laughs> 150. So for 30k more, you're getting sidestep and thick skull. Do you know what? I would take him over with a rose park. Given the choice. Anyway, last guy is a uh, hilariously golden era star player. One of two. The other being wow. Jeremiah Cool. Jeremiah Cool is worth, what, 560,000 <laughs> yeah. gold? He's probably the best Blood Bowl player I've ever seen. This yeah. guy is Captain Colander. And he is uh, a fling who's got plus one move, so he's move yeah. six. Uh, plus one armour, so he's armour seven. Oh, wow. He's got catch, disturbing presence, yeah. fend, jump up, yeah. regen, uh, sidestep, and then all the normal stuff. Wow. So he is pretty legendary. He's good, isn't he? The regen is a very exciting one. So we're, we're joined by a special guest now. We just got bunch of hilarious. We're talking halflings <laughs> on the podcast right now. We're, we're, we're joined by none other than than Rory from the Dragon Ball League, um, who's just come back in from night out, and he's come and join us on the sofa. I'll come and join you on so the Rory, sofa. So Rory, what's what's your initial uh, thoughts on halflings? We've just got through the star players. We literally got to the last guy, Captain Collender. But just, just give just... give us your initial thoughts on the halflings. What do you think? About fucking time they got a bomber. That is, yes. that is my initial <laughs> yes. thought. My initial thought was like, why haven't they had one before now? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. about time. That is literally the number one thought when I was going through them. I was like, oh, here we go. This is good. This is good. It's a little bit pricey, but that's all right. That's what do you think right. of the positionals? Uh, yeah, I really like the catcher. The bu- Is it the bully is the other one? Hefty. Hefty. I thought you'd be right at your alley, Rory. What, what is what is it? pass access? <laughs> I, I know. I know. We, we are talking we, about, we just we, talked about pass yeah, access, armor seven. Fend, who, who cares? Fend's <laughs> Fend, okay. Fend's yeah, okay. But, but why? We're saying mass Fend good. Yeah. Like two players with Fend. Who, ca- like, who cares? Well, what, what are you Fending against? What's the point? But, like why? But it does mean, it, just like little things, it means that he won't have to dodge clear. So it saves you a double, uh, sorry, a one in nine chance of failing when you have to dodge clear. Right? That's fine. The big thing for me was pass access. I couldn't think of a single passing skill you would want to give him. Leader. In a, in a tournament team. Oh, in a tournament team, yeah. Maybe. But, would you, but take, you have so many doubles. But would you take him in a tournament team? Yeah, I think you might take one for leader. Would, would you take him in a tournament team? I think I just think you might take tournament one. build for, for a cheap leader. But then we were saying, actually, but the we half chef does that for you. Yeah, yeah you don't really need that. And the half chef's like, it's 100k, right? Yeah. I just don't think you need it. I think, like, 
I think you both catchers, great. Yeah, really right? good. Really oh, good. They're nailed on. Yeah, nailed five, on. move at five, sprint, you know, catch. You give them sure feet. You've basically got a reliable movement eight. I mean, that becomes a one turner becomes a dream. Then, right? And just general moving around, actually, like yeah, yeah. mobility is big on a moving. Yeah, we've, we've talked about your build for the World Cup, yeah. right? And we've often said it's sure feet or sprint. There is always that. Do you want the reliable seven or do you want the potential eight? Right. Yeah. This guy gives you both, right? So, uh, yeah. So that's that's my feeling. Catcher, great, hefty. Hefty's a poor fit. Yeah, just in, in, in the DBL 19, because I understand that from DBL 19 governors that the new halfling rules will be in that. I don't think I'd take hefties. No. What, even in a league, like a long league, you wouldn't take them? No, I don't think so. Well, they lose Stunty as well. Yeah. And no, they don't, they no, don't lose Stunty. No, no, they lose right stuff. Lose right stuff. So yeah. you can't throw them. Yeah, and like, sometimes I you mean, just need to throw a fling. Right? In a long league, though, armor seven, yeah, but how am I skilling, how am I skilling them up? Oh, truth. Armour 7 I don't care about. Because you're going to put your catchers up for MVP, aren't you? Yeah. But you're still going to put your trees up and a catcher. Yeah. Right? Every single time. Mm. Trees and a catcher, trees and a catcher. And actually, you know the truth is, you actually don't want skilled flings. Maybe no. one. Maybe one skilled fling. And the catchers, you do want a skill. So you want to get sprint. you got a catcher ready. You, you want to get short feet. Sorry, the other one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, short feet. And, and, you know, and there's always that dream. There's that. If he rolls an 11. Right, yeah. he gets an agility and boost. Oh, hello! But, he, but even general, because you get you get a sure hands catcher for the pickup, yeah. and then you've got built in re rolls. Yeah, all, all all one yeah. Yeah. just make him a blodger, man. Make him a blodger rather than true. Than yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, there's but, options. But either way, you've got options, right? But you're not you're never putting a hefty up for your MVP, and you're, you're, no. not, you're not scoring them really. Because that, that we we said that as well. How do you level a hefty up? Casualties. <laughs> Casualties. <laughs> you bunch of them, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's, yeah. I mean, I think I think he need he needed to be a player who was either strength three no. or had general access. Uh, no, I think both. I actually I, I understand why they didn't do either because both is too strong on stunty team. Because the, as soon as you get someone who has got strength three base, they're no longer a stunty team. You look at all the other stunted teams, right? Yeah, no, I agree. They all yeah, have yeah. strength two base, unless it's like. A so you could have guy. had two guys with general. I don't think that would have broken it. Uh, I think I think if the hefties have had general. How, how much gold is general access worth? Yeah. I mean, you could have made him sixty k, and kept him at eighty six. Like I, I don't, like, I think you could have given. But I. I yeah. I, it's hard. I, I I just think I just think the way they've gone. So I was thinking. So I was thinking. What, okay. What about this then? You give them general access, but you make them movement four. Yeah. And, and then they become just blockers on the line, right? Mm. So they, can, yeah, yeah, they yeah. become guys that you do want to get one skill for because you do want to get them block or wrestle or whatever. But they just become, they basically become like a really terrible orc blocker, right? A black orc blocker. Someone who's just on the line, sits alongside the trees, punches stuff, right? Gets punched in the face. You know, if he levels up, he gets his block. Fine. Then keep them alive. Or they could have just had strength access for guard and things like that. <laughs> no, 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 fling, no. yeah! Because what would have happened is mighty blow pylon flings. That's yeah, what would have happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's do a comparative exercise. So, <laughs> for the win! <laughs> a hefty's 50k. Yeah. How much is a dwarf lineman? 70k. Yeah. And that is such a better player. Oh, no. Yeah, but you can't really. Do that. No, but you can't, compa you can't compare that. Compare. You can't compare that way, right? Because, because a human lineman is 50k. Because it's, it, it's, team, it's team, team and relevant. And a dwarf lineman is more than 20k better than a human lineman. So, I mean, uh, don't, don't forget, so a dwarf lineman has got two less movement, but mm. one extra point of uh, armour. He starts with block, he starts with tackle, right? Mm. So, it, like, it's far more the work than How much is a, is a Bretonian peasant? 
40. 40k, so 10k cheaper than a hefty. Mm. You swap the agent strength. Swap the agent strength. Uh, no stunty. Otherwise he's the same. No dodge. Yeah, and otherwise he's the same. Move up five, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's about right. I don't I, I I can see why they've done it. I just think I think they've and, and, and slightly only, wrong. And only uh, general access. No no other access. You don't so on a Britannia peasant you don't get you know, agility. I mean, you, could, you could have given them for example four of each four catchers, four hefties because you might take more hefties. If, if I could take three or four hefties with the mass spend and armor seven. I don't think you can have more that, than two catchers. That gives me I don't think you can have more than two catchers. Options. I think two catchers, fine. It's like a bit like a human team. Like a human team should never have access to four catchers. It's pointless. Nobody takes them anyway, right? Yeah, you know, So you should have like four hefties. Yeah, I, I would love it if they were movement four. <laughs> I would love it if they were movement four, four hefties, you know, mass fend on the line. Mm. Your tree's just one step back. So you fend, you're standing next to the tree. You decide not to fend. You say, okay, come next to us. Come stand next but to the tree. But you right? get the GW didn't want to change. They, they still want to be halfling and stunties. Yeah. yeah. Which, Even, is, which is why strength three is, yeah. is, is completely impossible. Yeah, I get that. Because on the stream they were talking about that. They were like, "You don't take halflings. You take halflings for a laugh." Like that. They're still pushing that yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the point. But of don't it. forget, Phil's gaming, right? Yeah, Phil. Do you, do you, have you heard about tonight? <laughs> what, what happened tonight? Oh, smashing. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> have you lost? I lost three one. Yeah, I did. Destroyed. <laughs> anyway, anyway, guys, on that bombshell, we're going to stop talking about flings. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and talk events. Do, do, we, do we have any more port? We do. We're going to fill up on the port. And uh, thanks, Rory. We'll, we'll be back in a minute. No worries, guys. Welcome back to the Talk Nuffle podcast. Musical intro or no musical intro this time? Musical intro to the second part of the podcast. There we go. Right. Uh, Talk Nuffle the musical. Welcome back. So we have just talked extensively about halflings. We have. Um, which will be allowed at the next Talk Nuffle event, the Talk Nuffle Barack Bowl, Phil. Have you heard about that event yet? No, what's Have that nonsense? <laughs> so, um, as as people who listen to the podcast may know, I've taken over the running of the Super Bowls from the lovely Jay Hopkins, which um, which I'm very proud and pleased to do because um, you know, he's moved up north now. It seems it seems mental for him to continue to do London events. I know it's been difficult for him to do. York is a distance. I am privileged to have taken over, and I've been trying my best to maintain his very high standards. So um, he used to run uh, three Super Bowls a year. And then he cut down to two Super Bowls and he ran the LGT last year. Um, and this year, I'm run, I've run the one Super Bowl, so we had that already, which we'll talk about in a minute. Because um, we've been to that and we haven't had a, haven't had a podcast since then. No, although but, we, um, we did do some live streaming at the games. We did, yes. And I need to put that up on a YouTube channel, which I will do. I haven't done that yet, but I will put that up. Uh, and the second event of the year, which Jay used to always call Super Bowl, he used to have two Super Bowls in the year. I've decided to kind of change it and do a slightly different event because I thought it'd be time to, to maybe branch out. And I'm going to call it Barack Bowl. 
Meaning, you know who Barack Bol- Barack is? Barack Bolt? Do you know who Lord Barack <laughs> is? Borak. Borak. Lord Borak. Lordy Borak. 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 So Barack, the uh, famous chaos star player. Mm. Hence, we've gone for Barack Bolt. So the principal of the Barack one Bolt. Of, one of the best players in Blood Bowl. He is. He's very good. He's very good. So the, the principle of the Barack Bowl is that basically everybody can take mutations. That's the idea. So it's a chaos. It's essentially a chaos cup. So okay. I'm going to allow um, everyone who... Everyone can take mutation skills on a double. That's the kind of premise of the event. Okay. Thoughts? Well, it sounds very exciting. <laughs> I, th- I think mutations as well, it leaves the option for coaches to really play around with their choice of team. Hmm. Um, so let's run through the the tiers. So do you still do we still have the conventional tiers? No. So we've actually gone um we've actually gone for five tiers at this event because okay. we, we were talking after the last event um about uh, just having um what was it four tiers? Yeah, we usually use four tiers. Talking at last event about four tiers and about how it not being um you know uh, quite fair on some of the upper players, upper team. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I've gone for five tiers at this, and um, I've split up the skills a bit more, so I've allowed like a few more skills and stuff. So tier one, and I've gone for three skill packages. So some events do this. Quite often in America, actually, allow you to have choices per okay. tier. So if you're tier one, for example, you can have a choice of skill package A, skill package B, or skill package C. Skill package A allows you to have just straight up five normal skills. Mm. That's really loud. Five normal skills. If you choose for skill package B, you get four normal, normal skills. So you lose one of those skills, but you can have an extra 20k on top of your team. So you get a bit of extra. You know, if you want to take stars, you want to take extra rerolls, or mm. things like that, it gives you a bit of flexibility. Or skill package C means you uh, still get four skills, but one of those skills can be a double. Okay. So you lose that extra money, but you can take a double. So it gives you that flexibility to choose what type of skill package you want to take. Mm. And that continues through the tiers. You've got tiers one, two, three, four, five. And it means it allows me to split people, you know, for example, like Amazons and Norse, which I don't think are quite tier one. You often see Norse slightly not performing quite at that level of, you say, your Dark Elves and Lizardmen. Yeah. But they, you get to push those down to tier two and similarly tier three. So I think t- the five tiers is going gonna, is gonna to help that. And I suspect that probably helps uh, some of the more niche teams, such as Norse, also like vampires as well, because hmm. those They're skill packages where vampires get more double skills. Yeah, you're like, I don't really want double skills because my vampires are players that really want to skill up, and they just get general agility strength anyway. Exactly. So, for example, vampires are in tier four. So you can, you've got your three choices. You can either take um, seven skills, of which two could be doubles. Mm. Or you can take eight skills and 40k, but still two... Is there any stacking? Uh, yes, yeah, so you can stack one player can have two normal skills. Okay. Very good. But remember that those double skills can be mutations. So with your vampire choice, Ooh. you're going to be able to take mutations on those vampires. A mutated vampire. Mm. So you're going to get claw. Could get claw, couldn't you? You can't stack a mice play, but you could get claw because you can because it's a double skill. So that that's the kind of limitation. You can take claw. You could take um, you could take kind of like a big hand vampire to pick up in vamp- in uh, tackle zones. Yeah, very true. Um, you take tentacles on a vampire strength four. It's a choice. Disturbing presence, two heads. Also, that, that that sounds like a lot of fun. Mm. Um, and then coaches can really play around with. I suppose it, it it's it really lends itself to the the team building side <laughs> of the game. 
exactly where you can really think about it a lot more and create some creative builds because what you don't want i suppose is all the cookie cutter teams where often you go to tournaments and you see dark elf teams and it's the same dark elf team hmm. over and over and over again but these the dark elf teams are brackle and have those mutation skills yeah choices and they're tier one so they're limited to more skills and your tier five if you're going to be having eight nine skills each so they're going to be having access to those mutation skills to really take those those tier ones yeah down a mutation on a dark elf team what would i take that's a good question but that that's fantastic so when is that uh, that is on the 20th of July. Okay. Which is uh, at the end of the week of the DBL draft. So DBL draft Monday, the Rat Bowl Saturday. So that is a big week in your Blood Bowl calendar. Exciting. Put in your uh, chips for the misses now. <laughs> Get those brownie <laughs> points. So Barat Bowl. So we uh, we haven't talked, Phil, about the Super Bowl, though. Because we Barat Bowl is the second event of the year. We've already had the Super Bowl. You came along and helped with that, didn't you? Indeed, so I helped T.O. Um, I played as a spare player in one of the games and used the T.O.'s Goblin team. Mm -hmm. um, and then I judged the painting competition. And we had a very cool uh, streaming setup, didn't we? Where we played a Super Bowl, a new venue this year. So we played at Magic Madhouse London, which is over in Stratford. Yep. Which has a bespoke uh, streaming setup that they use for Magic um, and ports perfectly into Blood Bowl in my opinion. Yeah, so ostensibly, I mean, easy to use, ostensibly a magic, uh, the gathering venue, isn't it? Mm. Um, but they lend themselves very well to Blood Bowl and other game systems as well. Then they had 40k players there, they had Age of Sigmar, um, all sorts of stuff License going on. bar with draft beer, which is always good. Exactly, nice balcony as well <coughs> in the sunshine. Mm, yeah, it was great weather, wasn't it, actually? Absolutely stunning, hot day. Mm. Um, and that was very well attended, great crowd. Really fun to commentate on those games. I, think I enjoyed enjoy my, I enjoyed myself there in I think it was second half of the penultimate game, and then I commentated the whole of the last game. And I had a couple of guest guest speakers on there as well. People who finished their games early to talk about the the Blood Bowl, but a lot of fun, a lot of fun to do it live there on the stream to talk about the plays, talk about the coaches whether they're playing for a draw, whether they're going for the win, what options they've got. And the setup itself means that you're sufficiently far away from the top table that you can talk about the plays, talk about the tactics safely, but not without influencing the coaches. Very good. Um, and we had some very well-painted teams, didn't we? We did. Excellent. So the, the, the team that won in the end was a guy called Howard from the Dragon Bowl League. His goblins won best painted. Well done, Howard. Um, and they were fantastic, and he had. Uh, it's a team that has expanded in the last few years to now be probably about I don't know thirty models or something. So he's got <laughs> every single coach, every single star player turning into an Age of Sigma one, pretty much. Pretty much, I think. I think he can actually use and get him some movement trades, and then he's got a you know a loon <laughs> loon goblin army, whatever it's called now. Moon clan grots. Moon clan grots. That's the one. Uh, but yeah, so then we had very nice Yogi's team as well, with Chaos Pack team were gorgeous, they were up there as well, uh, Jimbo's Wood Elf team, they, they placed very highly too, mm -hmm. Bart from the ECBL, his uh, Undead team were fantastic oh, they were very as well. Nice. And Luke actually, Luke's Chaos that he just painted up from the ECBL, oh, they were beautiful. Absolutely fantastic, I, I think he was still, still a bit of a work in progress, still a few more bits to do, but they looked stunning on their, on their display base. Mm. So we were spoiled for choice, um, some lovely teams there, and it was very difficult um, actually. Where James is there. Yeah, James is James, James is, is Dark Elves there. James is Dark Elves are gorgeous as well. Nice uh, red colour scheme on the armour and then kind of cream or white. And sorry if we forgot anyone. Those are the ones I remember. I'm trying to remember if there was anyone else. But 
Those were the nominations. Those were the man. Um, Jerome's uh, team as oh, well. Oh, of course, absolutely. Yeah, self-nominated. Self-nominated, but, uh, but, but stunning and Worthy. <laughs> worthy. <laughs> and um, uh, a very nice prize painted by Dom, my mate, actually. Yeah, so that was like an A3 oil on canvas, which uh, showed Morgan Thorg chasing... Uh, a witch elf who had the ball who looked like she was uh, scoring or about <laughs> yeah. to score. And it was unique, ne- never, it? I mean, never seen it done before that someone's given away an actual piece of original An oil work. canvas, yeah. I mean, and the intent is, so he's currently working on a canvas of, it's essentially going to be a halfling master chef stir. It's I've seen it, I've seen some concept art. He's essentially stirring a halfling hot pot full of kind of dice boiling over and stuff and it's mm. going to be the stunty prize at Barack Bowl. Yeah. So, guys, bring stunties to Brat Bowl if you want to win that that trophy. I mean, it's, well, it's, awesome. it's it's already in the bag then for the half ass cup. <laughs> I, I look forward to putting that on the wall. And maybe I'll be bringing bringing a fling to myself. Also, uh... um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's for Rack Bowl. I will post in the show notes uh, how you can buy tickets. Um, they're flying off the uh, shelves now. We did sell out Super Bowl quite quickly, so do go and get your tickets if you if you want to come to that event. And we uh, there's another event coming up soon, isn't there, Phil? The Dragon Ball League Backbreaker Back Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah, so 25th of May in Bethnal Green, London. And I'm so gutted I missed last year. I'm really annoyed. I'm Indeed, well, we year. weren't gutted you missed it. We quite enjoyed you not being there, actually, That's Tom. fair. Yeah, that's fair. But um, it's you're coming this year, so you can't have everything. I'm bringing Simeons this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it's uh, a fifty-player London uh, top, and it's in the the B B A L L S, isn't it? In the balls. The ball. Oh yes, the balls. We haven't spoken about the balls we'll, yet. We'll, we? talk, we'll talk about balls in a minute. In a minute. Talk about Batbreaker. We'll talk about balls. Batbreaker Cup. Yeah. So uh, four games in a day. We run our own licensed bar, and we've got hopefully two breweries on board as you and Kinge went and tried those beers indeed so we had to do some beer tasting the other day professional (laughs) we take it very seriously so it's it's a bit of like a almost like a mini beer festival as well with the the different beers we've got from the breweries that we sell um and they're all very cheap i think last year we were selling craft beer um it was like two quid a beer or whatever so you know considering you normally go to a pub for these events and it's a fiver for a pint very cheap you're getting amazing beer for two quid um, and then uh, it's just a fucking cracking event. Does that come with a blowjob? No, no, oh. no. I think I think that's a mutation. No? That's, I think that's a bore up ball. George is saying otherwise. Yeah. Really? Comes with a blowjob. Yeah. Uh, maybe a cheeky foot job. Exactly. My my day's work. My day's work is never done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Backbreaker. Yeah, so, so tickets... Similar, similar sort of um, composition to last time in terms exactly of skill Exactly the same pack. Exactly the same skill pack. Because you're lazy. <laughs> we don't want to change it very much. Um, probably, fine. if the new flings drop in time, Ooh. and we get the Spike magazine with the actual rules, then we'll change the flings. To, if flings to come reflect. in, I will be strongly persuaded. I mean, do it. I, I think you'll catch people with their pants down. Mm, literally. And um, next thing you know, you've got a fling catcher where a fling catcher don't fit. Inserted. Exactly. <laughs> Cupping the balls. <laughs> that sounds very exciting. I'm, I'm very excited about Batbreaker. Like I said, so far, 2018, my best night was the DBL draft night. So I can only imagine oh. that Batbreaker is like that on steroids. I mean, yeah, it's well attended by the Dragon Ball players. Um, it's 
normally at least what fifty percent of DBL players, mm. and then people from all other clubs and other. other That's areas. great. I mean, I'm really enjoying the integration of blood bowl leagues at the moment, like the ECBBL bleeding into the DBL, DBL bleeding the other way. Like we've got six or seven DBL players playing in the current ECBBL. We do indeed, season. yeah. And we got the um the wall. What's Warble got? What's Bromley called? Heb. Hebble. Hebble. Is that what No, he- he- Hebble is um, the Harlow Blood Bowl League, I think. So what's it's... Bromley? Is that the, the BBBL? BBBL. Okay, BBBL. So those lads, like, we're going, there's a load of guys going down tomorrow to play in the in the BBBL War yeah. Ball Cup. Which is another um, balls event. It is. So that segues nicely, seamlessly, professionally into the balls. Blandness. Yeah. Do you want us, do you want us to, to really dig into the balls here? So just to put Pop it them hard. briefly, because we'll talk more about balls in a future podcast. I reckon so, yeah. I mean, just um, very briefly, balls is the Blood Bowl Association of London Leagues. So the idea of it is is that all of the London London events come together into one league under the NAF. So this is a NAF registered thing. And if you play in three of the nine London league London events, we'll go into them in more detail later. But they're essentially the war your war balls. Your talk enough balls, your ECBBL, so Pearlies and uh, Backbreak Pitch DBL. Yeah. So all the London leagues run their own events. There's nine of them. If you play in at least three of those, you will qualify for balls. At the end of the year, uh, there will be a ranking of your best three events. So if you play in all nine, it'll be your best three. But if you play in at least three, it'll be those three. Uh, there'll be a ranking of those. Number one will be the number one person in the league. Then also the top 16 will go forward into a Masters event and we're going to have a one-day Masters knockout to crown essentially the Bulls, you know, kind of London champion. And we'll talk more about that later. But that, that the kind of idea is that you go to Blood Bowl Leagues in London and you get to play in this this, this league. And the NAF have now registered it. It's great. It's, I think it's a and way forward. And it's something that, as far as we know, has never been done. Certainly in the UK, really. Before. There's nothing like that. Yeah, I... I I don't. I haven't heard of anything like that. And in the DBL, I mean, and I was talking to Rory about this. It's kind of a shame he's gone to bed to to do some sex or something. To be honest, because he could talk about this right now. But um, but but Rory and I have talked about the fact that the Dragon Ball League love a finals day. It's yeah. so much fun. DBL finals days are legendary. You know, they're, they're really good fun. They certainly and, are. And the other London leagues, I don't think. And this isn't this isn't disparaging them or in any way, shape, not or a form, criticism, but. I just don't think they appreciate how much fun they are. And I really want the Bulls event, like me, Rory and I are hopefully going to run this Bulls Master event to appreciate how much fun a finals day can be. And that's kind of the idea, trying to bleed these leagues into yeah, each other. Yeah, because it, it's, it's something together. unique in the Blood Bowl community that we've got, that you have a, a day where you just have a couple of games and the vast majority of people that attend the event aren't playing. Yeah. They're just going to spectate, drink. to drink. Or not. I mean, if you don't want to drink, you don't have to. It's just fun. Come that, down. That, yeah, that, that's, a, that, that's a lifestyle choice, you know. Some people smoke, some people don't. Mm. Um, you know, some people drink, some people don't. Some people like ladyboys, some people don't. That's... Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> balls! Yes, balls. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so so that's the balls, ladies and gentlemen. Balls and are I think, optional. I think, um, actually, I think what we'll do is we'll try and get Rob on, who's from the ECBBL, on the Talk Knuckle podcast in the next couple of months. And we'll talk. Yeah more in depth about the concept of balls because I know he's got an idea as well to get all of the community members down to play in like a team event. He wants mm. to do a balls team event where we crown the champion as well as part as well as the masters like another event. It's all good. It's all London events. It's great. Right. So that's events I think Phil. Anything more to add on events? 
Um, just to run, so Backbreaker Cup, 25th of May, if you want to buy tickets, um, then I think Tom can put a link in this somehow. I will, I'll put a link in for, for um, you to buy you tickets. Or if you just Google Dragon Bowl League, um, then you'll find the London League and then there's a link to the website on there. But I will put a thing that you can just click on, but yeah, that's Excellent. fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I will also put a link for Barat Bowl, which is 20th of July. So you've got those two, two events coming up. Yep. And um, yeah, events. We're going to take another quick break, ladies and gents, and we'll come back and round up with the Talk Nuffle Hobby Harim. Welcome back to the Talk Metal Podcast, the final segment of this extended edition, which we decided to bring you over Easter because we've been away for so long, haven't we, Phil? Indeed. I just apologise to everybody right now for the lack of musical introduction to this segment. Hobby Harim conjures up all sorts of exciting sounds, tastes, sights, flavours, and it's been delivered to you very flatly by by Tom. Well, I mean, the thing is... Nothing. No no, no singing. I know. Because we've reached the stage now. Ladies and gents, if you've listened to previous podcasts, you know, we can get to that more fireside chat. And today we're joined by Phil, the Prince of Pleasure. And we've reached the fireside chat element of the podcast where it's been brought down. Do we, do we need it's some calm. creepy music in the background? There will be some well. creepy music at this point. That's why I'm doing the voice, which is going to be overlaid. Are you going to put some Middle Eastern on? Um, Middle East, maybe, maybe Middle East, maybe, I don't Turkish know. music, maybe? Perhaps. Something with a sitar. Do you like sitars? I do like sitars. I think I own a sitar. Do you? Yeah. Maybe we should get that out. We could have a musical intro now. But, uh, it's just too much effort. Too much effort. Right, okay. But right. yeah, so the hobby hurry. So you've, you've caught Tom and I just after playing a game of, uh, in the wee free that you guys to start. Chaos Halflings against... Uh, the Proflings. The Proflings. It was a mighty 3-1 win to Tom and the Chaos Flings. I thank you. In a game that <laughs> saw four sendings off. It's 7,000 total. 7,000 total. Five casualties. Five, five casualties, one death. A three... permanent for you as well. Oh, oh, at least two permanents. Two permanents. Two permanents. I remember this game. Um, it was classic. We free stunty. It was just bullshit, nonsense. Wasn't it? It was great. I mean, first so half. I mean, at the end of the first half, you had what three players left on the pitch? <laughs> all sent off, <laughs> all knocked out. And then by the end, by the end of the second half, I had what like three players. On the pitch. <laughs> yeah. So it swung both ways, didn't it? Really, as you do. Um, and there was a glorious throw, teammate touchdown from the the, uh, the wild animal spawn throwing. Captain Gordon Ranchies of the Kitchen Nightmares Chaos Halfling team. Yeah. I thank you. Um, and he ran it in the whole way of the cheeky bastards. <laughs> it was good fun. I mean, the, the Wii Free, I think it's a great concept from Alex, mm. actually. Because I was talking before about... I was talking to Tom, actually, before Christmas about what we could do with the stunties. Because I remember last year from the DBL, the issue was is they ran... Didn't they run a proper stunty league? Didn't they? they won the Refree League last season. But it was just stunties, wasn't it? Just so normal, as in normal GW, Blood Bowl, Over stunties. Goblin yeah. Yeah. 
And I think the issue they found was is that uh, then when it came to DBL 18, is people just got a bit stunted out. Guys who would normally take stunties had already played stunties. And it was quite long, wasn't it? It was like 10 games or so. Yeah. It was a relatively long league. And, and DBL 18 probably suffered. There were people who took stun- didn't take stunties who might have. So the decision was made this time was to make it short league, not just use normal stunty teams, but to go into the fumble, as we said before, fumble, random, crazy stunty mm. teams. You could take whatever the hell you wanted. And this is going to be finished, so we're going to have a finals day in May. It's going to be done in May, all good to go, so we've got two months before DBL. So it should, shouldn't affect DBL in terms of stunties. That's the yeah. concept, isn't it, effectively? That's quite right. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, fun. so far. <laughs> it has been a lot of fun. Um, so that was that was. Well done, game. I mean, well done, Alex, for getting it together. He's worked really hard, and um, it's been really cool. Definitely. Uh, so on to painting. Um, I've done almost no painting since the last podcast. Um, just been too busy with real life, but I've been now useless. getting back to work on my flings, getting Absolutely them done. Useless. Uh, you've converted and built and spray painted and undercoated your chaos fling team in like three days. <laughs> so your simians <laughs> are all built. They are, yeah. So the simians are coming along well, actually. So yeah, most of what I've done this week is um, I've essentially, if anyone's seen, I will actually I'll post some pictures on the Talk Knuckle Twitter feed, which is at. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do, do we have a Twitter feed? We do have a Twitter feed. I've literally plugged it every time. Oh my gosh. It's at T-Loin, T-L-O-Y-N, Tango, what is, what is Lima, T-Loin, Tango Lima Oscar Yankee November, Tango Lima Oscar Yankee November, at T-Loin. Uh, Tom, Tom Loin. Oh, Tom. Um, and we've, that's the talk knuckle. Um, essentially, I used it a lot for Age of Sigmar and Fantasy in the past. We've got quite a big following, got four or five hundred followers. So I've just converted that into the talk knuckle following. You've got four or five hundred followers? Mm. And yet, our our podcast that we do has one listener. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll post some pictures up of what I've been doing. But I've, if anyone's seen, they're the Mantic. I mean, they don't call them Chaos Wars, but they're essentially the Mantic Chaotic Dwarves, whatever they call them. Mm. Um, and I've chopped off the arms, and I've stuck on mainly human blood bowl arms. So the so they've got all blood bowl hands and arms and stuff. And I've used a couple of GW spawn bodies on orc legs. For the two swarms. Mm. Um, I think they look pretty cool. They no, that also, and then your chainsaw players were the original Chaos Dwarf artillerymen mm. that would normally have rockets. They're normally holding rockets in their kind of right-hand arm, and they've got chainsaws, which I put in for mm. the two carvers who have chainsaws. So they're looking cool. I've started to put on a bit of the flesh so far, yeah. but I need to sort out my, um, my palette. I've been using a normal dry palette and I used to use a wet palette in the past you know where you, you have a sponge I, I've never actually painted with a wet palette yeah so I used to use that in the past I really like wet palettes I don't like dry palettes they dry out too much I just struggle with them I really like wet palettes so it's, I'm gonna get it's that one of those things uh, from a painting perspective for me that I've always looked at and I've always kind of shopped around a bit but never actually just committed to buying one mm. and I suspect it probably would change my painting I, I make one so I sponge and then a um, a kind of whatever kind of film surface you get puts like a cloth or something over the okay. top, and you just literally put it straight across it. It's very cheap, and it works really well. <laughs> like it's it's so easy to do. I just because that's a you big need problem. to cut up the sponge and, and you know paint drying out is massive, particularly when you're mixing colours too. Yeah, um, it's an absolute nightmare for me sometimes. So if you get a plastic, um, you know, like a sandwich box that you would mm. put a salad in or a sandwich for work, if you get one of those with a lid. You can even put the sponge wet in it and paint on it, and you could put the lid on and leave it for a day, and it still is still wet, still wow. works. So you can put it in your bag and take it away, and it works. 
Like I've, I've done that, and it and it's it seriously will change the way you paint. I've just not like I went away this week. I was in a rush. I was on a workforce, and I just took paints and you know. Actually, I took a standard GW. You know, they have those palette pads. Yeah, they're actually, they're actually quite good. Like if you just need to do something quickly, I had a GW palette pad, and I was using that. But I do want to sort out my wet palette again, and that'll mm. that'll be what I do taking forward. So other than hobby in terms of painting and stuff, we've been involved in the Elephant and Castle Blood Bowl League this season, haven't we, Phil? This is your first season? Yes. How is the Edinburgh Castle? Sorry, the Edinburgh Castle Blood Bowl League. You're right. I thought you were like a black shirt by now. <laughs> I um, am, actually. I yeah, am officially you, a black and shirt. And you don't even know the name Sorry, of the Edinburgh, league. Sorry, Edinburgh Castle Blood Bowl League, which is the oldest Blood Bowl League in London. Over 20 years they've been going. Could it be the oldest Blood Bowl League in the world? Could be. Could be the oldest Blood Bowl League in the world. Lycos would know. Because he's the oldest man in the world. <laughs> Not just Blood Bowl, but oldest man. 174, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. So, ECBBL. Good league? You've enjoyed it so Fantastic. far? Fantastic. Um, I'm massively behind on my games. I've only played four so far, and I think I should be probably more than uh, seven you've got ten. You've still got time. We'll get them time. done. We'll get them you've done. Time. I'm going to go down next Tuesday and play one or two. Probably. I'm hoping to play two on Tuesday. Yeah, that'll catch you up. It, I The key for me is actually I quite enjoy playing two on a Tuesday. Mm. Get down at five, play one till seven, seven thirty. Yeah. That that's that's why I so think So it's a pub near Great Portland Street, which has great Thai food, very good bar, nice function room upstairs everybody plays in. Regularly attended by, what, about 10 to 15 people? Yeah, and the league this year is over 30. Which is good. Yeah, it's fantastic. So um, my halflings so far have a one-one loss, one drawn, two record. Uh, and my halfling team we drew and should have beaten, but I spanned it in the last couple of turns. Um, Gritters. Um, undead. Undead. And you did some damage to that team, didn't you? I, I killed a mummy. I killed. I killed a ghoul. Too I, easy. And I stat busted another ghoul who got sacked as well. <laughs> and that was Gritter who won the um, Super Bowl. He did. He was the Super Bowl winner yeah. and the winner of the last uh, ECBBL league. Yeah, season. and then he drew against Halflings and should have lost. But, but, fling, but as we've said, Phil, repeatedly, Flings, OP. OP, we, exactly. Everybody knows this. You take Flings because you want to win. Hmm. You take Dark Elves because you want a bit of fun. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Exactly. But no, it's fantastic. Really, really good games. Um, great people. Very experienced coaches too. Yeah, you, you're, great. you're really um, playing against some of Blood Bowl's what? people who have been doing it for like 20 years. Yeah, I mean, Lycos has been Team England captain. Gritter's, what did he hit his 1,000th NAF registered Not game? Not Gregster. maybe? Gregster, sorry. Gregster. Gangster yeah. hit his one thousandth NAF registered game, yeah. which is insane. Like one thousand NAF games. I mean, you play five six games in an event. I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? He's just the dedication of those guys is insane. Let's just try and work that out. So <laughs> you play you play five games in an event. Yeah, call it five. Yeah, summer six. If you did ten events, yeah, that would be fifty games. Yeah, you did twenty events, that would be a hundred games. Uh, so you'd need to do 2,000 events to make 10,000. Is it? Is that yeah, how yeah. numbers work? Yeah, that's that's numbers. Jesus Christ. So 2,000 yeah. events. That, that's number one. That is. <laughs> that is number one. <laughs> oh my 
card. So, I mean, 2,000 events. I mean, that's like... I mean, let me... So, 2,000 divided by... Yeah. Yeah. What are we dividing it by? 56. We were looking at years. As in, like, there's 56 weeks. 52 weeks in a year. That's number wang, too. <laughs> 50. So, so that's... <laughs> So that's 38 and a half. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? If you played Blood Bowl consistently yeah. for, for 20 years, yeah. and you'd been to... <laughs> How many events? 2,000 events? So 1,000 games is a... 200 it's events. It's not... No, so he's played 1,000 games. It's 200. So it's 200 two, Not 2,000. So 200 events over 20 years. Yes. That's 10 events a year? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Basically. Is that number wang too? Gangsters played a lot of games. So many games. <laughs> we just we've thrown out a load of meaningless numbers. He's probably played more games of Blood Bowl which are NAF registered, than the entirety of the BBL have ever played Blood Bowl. Do you know what the big shame is, though? What's that? He's not better at Blood Bowl. I is, mean, he, is he not a very good player? No, nah, he's not. Nah. I mean, I've lost to him. I've lost to him Consistently. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. But it, he... Submarining, though. <laughs> Just giving him what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, EC BBL, good fun. And Ollie's playing this year. Who else is playing? Chris is playing from DBL yep. as well. Um... Tony was going to play, but he had, had, had too much going on. Too much football he's been playing. Football! Football! But yeah. But yeah, really enjoying Army. Looking forward to the next DBL as well. Yeah. Which we will talk about in a future podcast. But I think that's probably uh, a, good, a good moment for us to wrap it up, really, isn't it? Do you not think we can flog the dead horse? No, it's... It's dead. It's not, it's not dead, it's sleeping. George, is the horse dead? Hmm. Is dead. dead. Yeah. Who can revive it? How do you revive a horse? Zombie. Make it a zombie. Make it a zombie. <laughs> how how do you make a horse a zombie? Magic. Sorcery. George is a part-time witch. Part-time? Um, He's yeah. full-time, but I'm trying to like impress him, so I'm saying I'm part-time. If you don't, if you don't listen to this podcast and subscribe, then George might curse you. <laughs> <laughs> this has got really sinister. This has got really sinister. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gents, thank you so much for listening to the Talk Knuckle podcast. We will return soon. Should we just do a little singing outro as well? No, 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 no. We'll we'll have we'll have a professional band playing the outro <laughs> that is not us. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Um, and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks for coming on, George. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Bye-bye.